This is a show about getting spooked for fun, and neither one of the hosts are associated with the attractions discussed in any way. Except for those skeletons in Devin's closet. Some topics may go from ghoulish to ghastly, so viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to The Great American Scream. No, okay. it's gone. Oh, okay. I have, I have one. I just need to think about it for a second. Okay. Oh, what was it going to be? Damn it! No, it's it's gone. That's it okay. Forever. I can just start it by being excited. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Great American Scream. My name is Devin Wright. My name is Adam O'Connell, and if you saw the title of this episode, you know exactly what you're getting into, Devin. Uh, <laughs> you know, like uh, I fully didn't expect this to be a recurring series, much less a series that have more than two episodes. But your takes on these are just too good to deny our audience. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take my streamy award now. So, so what have we done in the past? We've summoned the Midnight Man or uh-huh. his alter ego, Mac Tonight slash Michael Gambon, <laughs> who I, I think are all the same person. The Midnight Man, <laughs> Mac Tonight and Michael Gambon are all one person. This intro is just going to be you reminding me of the good bits I used to do. It's really bad for my ego. (laughs) And also, this is a fun discovery. I've discovered in my my research that uh, Mac Tonight was played by hero of this podcast, Doug Jones. Oh, no, Doug. (laughs) Doug. Um, So Doug Jones could also potentially be Michael Gambon is my thesis statement. Ooh, Doug Jones played Dumbledore. Yeah, Doug Jones was Michael Gambon, Mac Tonight and the Midnight Man. Anyway, we also asked the devil how big his dingle was. That's the results good. were the results were inconclusive. Yeah, it's a, it's in a quantum state. <laughs> we all we also got kicked out of Disney World for putting a knife in the hand of uh, the now defunct uh, Br'er Fox from Splash Mountain. Yeah, Br'er Rabbit on Splash Mountain. I that's the one that stayed with me the most. I think the Disney the, the one, fa- the false. Well, so don't you? If you go and do that, don't you go dare do that on the new Princess and the Frog ride? Splash yeah, Mountain, you can deface Splash all you want. Good, you can do that. Don't but you dare do on, it on Princess and the Tiana's Frog. Not in world. No. Um, and also, the man in the field still hasn't answered my letters about asking him to appear on this show. Yeah, he's hard to get a hold of. The thing is, like, <laughs> Farmer Joe answers my texts in like two minutes because he's a kind soul. But every time that I ask him to reach out to the man in the fields, it feels like kind of like. He feels bad that he's like the middleman between me and the man in the fields. And it's just an awkward situation. That's kind of what he signed up for, though. I'll take over that position soon. I'll look him directly in the eyes, therefore becoming him. Yeah, Adam, we we I am out of work. I don't know what else to do. We'll pass from this mortal coil together at like age 97 (laughs) and become new the new Farmer Joe's. (laughs) So let's find out what fantastical horrors await us in uh, these games. So follow us down this terrible rabbit hole. Um, again, disclaimer that we do every single one of these episodes. Don't play these um, because you could get hurt. You could hurt somebody else. You could break a law. Don't yeah. play them. And uh, they and are if- also they have been actually uh, responsible for literal injury and death. And our podcast is not meant to make light of those. Uh, they are meant mm-hmm. to make light of the stupid, stupid games that the people came up with in the first place. Yes, I will say all the ones that we are going to cover now are all works of fiction, uh, but they are also all lovely short horror stories, and there's thousands of them on the internet. So we goof about them, but go exploring, go 
uh, discover some from yourselves and yeah. enjoy them. And now we're rewriting them with Devin as the protagonist <laughs> and Adam as yeah. your narrator. Woohoo! All right. So the first ritual that Devin's going to have to complete in this four part trial um, is the 11 miles ritual. OK. Um, now, as somebody this is a uh, vehicle based ritual and as somebody who has driving anxiety, this is basically how I feel anytime I'm behind the wheel of a car. Okay. So this resonated with me really strongly. Uh, it was originally posted on the uh, Creepypasta wiki by user Emery with two Our eyes. Good friends. The Creepypasta the- creators are the good are good guys in this. Podcast. Thank you, Emery of Creepypasta.gov. Um, so here's a couple of things you will need uh, a vehicle and the ability to operate it doesn't necessarily well, I, imply the license ability, but I, just the ability. Yeah, I live in New York City, so that's impossible. Uh, now, but could I possibly, here's the thing. could it be any vehicle? Could I drive a that's forklift? That's the thing. It's implied this would be easiest in a car, but it does specify that it does not have to be a car. So you could do it in some other vehicle, perhaps a snowmobile or a jet ski. A ripstick or moon shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea of completing this ritual on moon shoes, going 11 miles on moon shoes. But also implying that moon shoes are vehicles. Yeah. And the last thing you will need for this ritual is a wish or desire. Just one oh, gentle wish. So Devin, wish that deep in my heart. Devin, I'm going to need one, one gentle wish from you. Uh, my wish is to... Uh, Give Sir Patrick Stewart a gentle kiss. Okay. My wish on the head, is not on, like on his bald, bald head. <laughs> my, my wish is to be, um, dating Keanu Reeves in the nineties specifically okay. in the nineties. Um, okay. Yeah. To drive travel back to the nineties so that I can marry Keanu Reeves. Okay. Step one, find the road. You're instructed oh. <laughs> to just start driving towards the woods um, woods that have a road going through them. You must be able to drive through these woods. Okay, and so I'm on 83rd Street, so that's going to be kind of hard. I think I'll yeah. take the Holland Tunnel out to Jersey, and then maybe I just go up to Central Park. That'll fare you well. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, you will, quote, know your road when you see it by following your wish. Now, this sounds very magical. I like this. This is a whimsical. The fame will like, come and carry me away. Like you're following this golden speck of light into this <laughs> road in the woods. Okay. So then different things happen as you break down mile by mile. Mile one. The, this is the only instruction given for each mile. Okay. Mile one. If it gets cold, you can turn on your heater. That's good. That's all you have to worry about in mile one. My car is a old beat up uh, 96 uh uh what's a good car uh chevrolet i was gonna say impala but that's a good car it uh, that is a good, it's not, just an old a car 70, it doesn't yeah. the, heat, the heat's a bit a bit clunky. isn't a 76 chevy impala the one they drive in supernatural i hope not i think i it hope is. i didn't just pull a supernatural <laughs> thing out of my did. butt anyway a mile two Okay. If you have not turned your heater on yet, probably do it now because you might regret not turning it on later. Okay, so if mine is just kind of stuck in the circulate position, so even though the yes. dial is all the way turned to heat, it's still technically the AC is on. Is that good or bad? I don't know. It, it, they, it, it's not implied that you must turn your heater on. It's more of like for your own safety. Can you I probably want to turn your heater? I, if that works for you, I okay, suppose. Okay, it's very hard for me to put on and take off jackets while but- driving, but I'll try. <laughs> 
It's implied that mile two is going to be your last opportunity to turn on your heater. Okay. I, for me, my last opportunity was a few years ago when the AC <laughs> broke and it's constantly on, but that's fine. Have you ever tried to okay. put on a sweatshirt while driving? It's very dangerous. No, I can barely look at things that are not the road in front of me while I drive. Well, that's a good I, thing. The last time that I, my, my last driving lesson, I accidentally turned my brights and the windshield wipers on while I was trying to signal. And while I was trying to turn them off, I almost drove into a bench. So wow. um, I will not be doing this ritual. I love driving. I've gone on many road trips, both alone and not alone for many, many hours at a time. And let me tell you, the feeling of going like 70 miles an hour on I-80 or whatever, and you're like, well, I have to take my hoodie off. It's very hot. It's like... It's we'll get to that later. Nerve-wracking. Um, mile three. Okay. Your instruction is to ignore any shadows that appear in the trees. I was already doing that. I'm driving. Great. My Continue doing that. Mile number four. You may begin to hear voices in the trees. Ignore those as well. Okay, I turn up my radio. No, don't do that. You can't turn on your radio. Not you allowed. You didn't tell me I've been blasting Carly Rae Jepsen's B-sides, and you didn't tell me. Get to the warnings at the end. Um, uh, mile number five. The trees will now vanish in an amazing feat of trickery. Ignore this as well. Also, okay. a, lake, a lake will appear. Oh, you are my also, alarm is going uh -oh. off. One second. It's my, <laughs> is that your spook alarm? It's, our, it's my laundry alarm. Uh-oh. Um, a lake will also appear. From Please where? also ignore the lake. Ignore okay. everything that's happening around you. That's th this, this ritual is about safe driving habits. <laughs> ignore things that are going on around you. Mile number six. The trees have returned now, but now the stars are gone. Oh, Your radio it. may turn on by itself. Don't turn it off, okay. but also ignore it. Okay, it, it turned on and it went to 7.70 a.m. And the ghost of Rush Limbaugh is <laughs> talking. Um, mile seven, you may begin to hear voices in your back seat. Ignore those. Okay, okay I'm ignoring them. <laughs> mile number eight, slow down, but don't stop. <laughs> okay. Don't I am drive on, so fast. I'm on the road in the middle of Central Park. I am halfway. Slow I've, down. I've turned around multiple times because it's not a mile long. No. Mile number nine, your vehicle may stall here, so you need to close your eyes and try to restart it. Once it restarts, you have to floor it and don't open your eyes until the mile is over. My transmission now, will board. not survive that flooring. I was on board until this. This seems unsafe. Yeah, really, Adam, what seems unsafe <laughs> about it? The fact that you are stalling while going pretty slow, uh... Like stalling at all while while driving and then closing your eyes and then hoping. I mean, restarting your engine is a pretty auditory process. You're not like looking <laughs> to see if the engine turns over, but uh, whatever. What's the next one? Mile number 10. Do not look in your rear view mirror. Also unsafe. This is a bad driving this habit. This is a bad one. What if I need to always look in your rear view mirror? Yeah. Now, mile 11, your last mile. Your vehicle may lose power here, but you will keep moving. Lost. Wait. We. <laughs> yeah, my car. Wait, wait, wait. My car has lost, like. Power. Engine function? Like, my car. I think. But I'm like, still you, going. 
it's now like it's now like a matchbox. Like the you stars can't... went into my engine and are powering it without the need of gas. You, you will continue We've solved moving. the energy crisis. <laughs> so once now, once the road ends, you get your wish. Patrick if Stewart is ma- standing there. <laughs> you know, if it's material, it'll show up in your trunk. Which if... <laughs> I, I get to mile eleven, you hear Keanu. <laughs> I'm in here. <laughs> I'm if, in it's, if it's if it's if it's <laughs> if it's smaller than your trunk, it'll be in your back seat. If it's smaller than that, it'll be in your pocket. And Little if it's not Patrick Stewart in my pocket. <laughs> if it's non-material, it'll show up in your life soon. Okay. Um, up and to then two you'll weeks f- for monetary disbursement. Yeah, and then you will seven to fourteen business days, and then once you uh, you will find yourself back at the beginning of the road, and you can then choose to either go or maybe go again with a new beautiful wish. One more again, let's do it. Gonna get Ian McKellen um, in my other pocket. <laughs> then here are the warnings. Your warnings are to not play any kind of music. Use your cell phone. Open the windows. Drive faster than 30 miles per hour, which is no problem for me because I truly hate going over than 40. Yeah, or, you you driving is like being in Autopia. You're just kind of on a rail. <laughs> You're going yeah. about three miles an hour. Um, or leaving or don't leave your car. If you okay. see a red light, uh, if you get to a red light, close your eyes and cover your ears no matter what happens. In the forest? In the forest. Well, I, okay. So then I assume if you've run into a red light in the middle of the forest, something is amiss. Yeah, like you that, failed, actually. It's not There's a no real red light. <laughs> like, okay. You were just instructed to close your eyes and cover your ears no matter what happens, including, quote, no matter how hot it gets. Ooh, gets steamy. <laughs> okay, so would you play this game? Sure. I, I think I had- it sounds... The Whimsical. best part about this ritual to me is having time and space and a car and being able to drive for 11 miles in a straight line. That's fair. That's exciting yeah. to me. The fact that I couldn't roll down my windows is sad because that's kind of what you want, especially in the dark. It's just like dark. It's kind of cool. You're driving through the woods. But you're only going you're going under 30 miles an hour. So how nice is it? Yeah, that's that's a con of the ritual is you can only go 30 yeah. miles an hour. Um, um, so yeah, that is 11 miles. Yeah, I'll play this. I don't think Patrick Stewart will be waiting for me, open arms at the end, but I'll still play it. Yeah, just for bunsies. My wish is going to be that I get my stimulus check. That's <laughs> my wish. <laughs> okay, the next one we'll talk about is the dark reflection ritual. Ooh. Um, now, Who this is, a- is that girl I see? <laughs> This is a mirror ritual and uh, mirrors have always had like an occult or supernatural or superstitious association with them. Yes. Um, so this uh, ritual is kind of like expected in its, its creepy little tropes um, and expected why it's popular. So it involves transferring your negative energy into the reflection of the mirror. According to the ritual, uh, this is why the breaking a mirror superstition exists. Why it's bad luck. It's because you're releasing all of the bad energy that is ah. trapped in the mirror. Well, jokes on them. I got no bad vibes. I'm all good vibes. <laughs> I don't have anything to put into the mirror. Good vibes here. Um, so you will need a candle and a mirror. You don't mind breaking. That's this is a compact. It's all you need. Yeah. Most most mirrors. I I wouldn't mind breaking. 
Yeah, the older the mirror, the stronger the positive effects uh, will be. So if you go to like an antique store and get an old antique mirror, that's going to... And then the gonna... old lady looks you in the eye and says, are you going to break this for a magic ritual? <laughs> and you go, no. You go, no. And she goes, <laughs> are you? <laughs> um, so you must start after sunset but with at least six hours until dawn. So that I think is plenty because... Yeah. When does this... Yeah, that's plenty, plenty of time. Of time. As long as you're um, not in the Arctic Circle during yeah. during the summer. So the first thing you must do is breathe on the mirror to link yourself to it. <laughs> 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 breathe it, fog it up, draw a dick on it. That's hey. not part of it, but I feel like that would like piss the demons off if you yeah, mock them. I think them that by... gives you bad vibes immediately. <laughs> yeah. So then you must use the candle to burn like the glass of the mirror uh, to agitate the negative energy so if you didn't piss it off by drawing a dick on it then now you're gonna piss it off by burning it yeah you're gonna make a black mirror yeah you you just need to burn it enough to make a noticeable black spot on the mirror okay then you must break the mirror and it's a run just absolutely cheese it just get out of i did this in my apartment you didn't tell me just run not out of your apartment but far away from the mirror my apartment is not that big. I can run from the bedroom to the bathroom. Okay. That, that, that's going to have to do. So throughout the rest of your night, bad luck will follow you. It'll get worse and worse until it's an absolute life threatening nightmare. I'm just walking. Now, I, ladders are falling towards me. Black cats are running around my feet. The first thing I thought of was it doesn't say you have to do this ritual alone. So... Now, if you did it by yourself, then I feel like eventually the bad luck would run out of things to do to you. Like how much can do to a single person? So that would be good. So but it would be if you did this and then like through a rager, that would be bad. Don't do that because people would then but people would get hurt. I there's. So if we had multiple people, I would assume we needed multiple mirrors. We probably don't need multiple candles. Well, but this seems like a, a kind bad of bad luck is following you specifically. So if you stay right. away from those other people, they should be OK. Yeah. But like, is the bad luck like for me personally, is it going to be like a I every time I reach into my pocket thinking my phone is there, it's not there. And it's actually wherever I left it, possibly in the cabinet, which is where I leave maybe, it sometimes. Maybe it'll start that way, but by the end by of the, the night, end, my it'll computer be... will burst into flames. And yeah, when I put my exactly. feet into shoes, there will be mouths in there and they chop my feet I away. Like, I feel like it's going to be like a Final Destination kind of uh, um, ah. uh, Rube Goldberg machine situation. We're just yeah, thinking, like, the you subway know, the one and... in the second one where he throws the spaghetti out the window and then he drops his Rolex down the, the sink and gets his hand caught in the garbage disposal and then his takeout catches on fire. And then it blows up and then he escapes through his fire escape. But then he slips in the spaghetti and falls down and the fire escape falls and pierces his eye. I feel like that's what's going to happen. We need to revisit Final Destination as a culture. Yeah, uh, I just watched I all of them of, again with my brother. The only thing that I thought of when you mentioned the spaghetti that he threw was my brain went, ah, Rube Goldberg machine spaghetti. And then it's that song on top of spaghetti. <laughs> My mirror no. is burned. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's stupid. not okay. Anyway, so some semblance of that kind of bad luck will follow you. Okay. However, if you survive until dawn, 
a new streak of good luck will begin in your life because the energy that was in the mirror is now purified and is positive energy that will go back into your body. Ah. Uh, for new mirrors, this good luck will only last a few days, but with old mirrors, it can last for months and even years. Okay, so I don't I don't get it. Like like I get it, but what part okay. of the whole like I brought bad vibes out to me. And then the mirror goes, the mirror is like, thanks for those bad vibes. Here are some good vibes. Do I use up yeah, the I mirror? Think, I, I think mean, I you are because you're, you're putting the bad vibes into the mirror and then you're breaking the mirror to release those bad vibes. And then you are purifying them and turning them into good vibes. It's alchemy. Ah, it's alchemy. I'm turning it to gold like a philosopher's yeah. stone. What, and then if you I get break the good a mirror vibes. perfectly in two, I now have two mirrors. Can I burn the mirror, the if part you of the mirror could, that's not burned? If you can could, I get infinite good luck if I can survive a night of infinite If you could break bad? a mirror in two perfect halves, I would well, give never you seen me one, break a mirror, Adam. $100. <laughs> that's my good luck. That's yeah, the thing. is that I give you $100 at the end. If you do this ritual and um, you succeed, I will appear in your mirror at the end of it and just hand you a $100 bill. <laughs> through the mirror like your hand will yeah. come out of the mirror yeah that's all you're gonna get with um, a new mirror i would not play this game because i don't own any mirrors you own no mirrors i have a mirror in my bathroom but that's, that's not mine. gonna be the mirror then that's that's not mine though i rent this place uh -oh. and uh -oh. the only other mirror in this place is ezra's hand mirror and he would not there'd be no like escalation of bad luck it would be immediate. Ezra would just kick your luck. ass. I just kick my ass. Um, yeah, that is the this mirror ritual. No I am going to take a silent pause while I switch headphones because mine just died. On top of spaghetti. I'll These are my sister's cheese. headphones. Those are very good. Thanks. I saw mine for me, ball, when somebody sneezes. Okay. I roll anyway. off the table <laughs> and onto the floor, and then my poor me, ball, rolled right out the door. Thank you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this intermission. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, while I take a brief, re brief respite, Devin will entertain you. Anyway. In the um, break. In the commercial break. <laughs> Uh, the young ingenue, Devin Wright, will be singing My Poor Meatball. Anyway, the next ritual we're going to talk about, this one I was excited about sharing with you. The Raven Man ritual. Oh! You've, <laughs> you've met the man in the fields. You've met the Midnight Man. But now we complete the holy trinity of Now of meet the third men. member of their spooky polycule. It's Sorry the Raven I Man. Keep, <laughs> I keep introducing these men for you to fall in love with Devin, but listen, it keeps that's my happening. whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so you will need a dark and quiet room, uh, salt, candles, uh, matches or a lighter, a needle knife or something else to draw blood with, okay. an optional candle snuffer if you're feeling fancy. Ooh. It's optional. You don't Nobody's have to have it. Nobody's owned them don't, since 1880, but sure. Don't go rushing to uh, the home the, goods. The church. To get, the church the to get the only a candle, candle stuffers that exist. 
Um, and then you'll need a talisman or some other object of protection, whatever okay, that may be. Maybe I do have to go to the church, get the finger maybe, of St. John maybe or Maybe you just use a sword as an object of protection. That's definitely an object of protection, for sure. What about a big shield? So that would also, an ob- like, I think the possibilities here are endless. Um, anyway, so first you must begin on a cloudy, moonless night and make this room as dark as it can be by uh, drawing the curtains, turning off all the lights, making sure nothing in the room is giving off any kind of light. Okay, does there have to be a window? No. Okay, so my bathroom is pitch black. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Although you should uh, be, uh, it should be big enough to hold the eventual second person that you will summon. I mean, my bathroom's not that small. Okay, it might great. be a bit awkward, but <laughs> um, me and the Raven Man just kind of standing in my in my bathroom. <laughs> Just okay. So then you must make a circle of salt, but don't step in it, as this is where the Raven Man will appear. So nope. maybe if you like make the circle of salt in like your shower, yeah, that's and where the Raven clean him off. What if he's stinky? <laughs> um, you uh, so you have these five candles. You must light the candles in front of you one by one while reciting as this. In- to lighting <laughs> them multiple. <laughs> Um, while reciting this incantation with each line during each candle on this dark night, one candle, okay. I call on the Raven man, two candles <laughs> appear before me here and now three candles and do my will four candles. Then you Wait, must, do you have to say one candle, two candles, three candles, no, four candles? I was providing an aid for our audience. Cause this is aid- an audio medium. To paint the rich tapestry of, of drama in their heads of gotcha. how to summon this man. Um, then you must prick your finger and touch Ouch. your blood to the last candle while saying, the flame is my beacon. The blood is my sacrifice. This is a little dramatic for my own personal taste. Yeah. Why? But also like the flame is my beacon. The blood is my sacrifice. What, why isn't it like my blood is the flame? now instead of the well, real flame that well i mean the, the the flame is your beacon for for well, uh, the raven the man, raven is my man to see <laughs> but for the raven man to see where you are it's ah, quite dark in there it is very dark that's true <laughs> so then the raven man will appear in this circle of salt but you probably won't be able to see him you might if you are able to see him, he looks like a man totally covered in feathers okay. with wings for arms and white eyes. He seems like who I wanted to be at age 15. <laughs> now, once he appears, you may ask him any question or you can ask him to do whatever you want as long as you treat him respectfully. So he okay. seems to know the answer to all questions or he can do a favor for you. I don't know how big this favor can is. How big is. is the devil's dingle? I Tell me. <laughs> he didn't. He refused to. Um, eyewitness accounts say that the most questions or favors you can ask of the Raven Man is three. And that every uh, question he's been asked, he is answered truthfully to except for one. Did not specify what one that it one was. It was the devil's but maybe, Yeah. Maybe it was about how big the devil's dingle is. Um, now, once you have gotten all that you wanted from uh, the Raven Man, you open you a window and he flies away. You have to say thank you. This was in all caps in the instructions. It is very important, both to these instructions and to me personally, yeah. that you say thank you to the Raven Man. Why wouldn't you? He's provided a service. Yeah, for exactly. For no greater cost than some salt and some candles. 
you then, and a little bit of blood. <laughs> you can then snuff out your candles while saying, well, each each word corresponding with a candle. Okay. I release you now, Raven Man. How did the fifth but, candle get lit? With my blood? When you when you were doing the blood thing. Oh, okay, okay. I thought um, I wasn't lighting it. I thought when I put the blood on the candle, it was going to like light up like red That flame. would be cool. Yeah, that, if that happens, I'd say just go for it. Yeah. Just go with it. Even if the Raven um, Man doesn't show up, that's a still pretty, yeah, that's cool. pretty cool party trick. Um, uh, but don't blow, out, don't blow out the candles, which is why you have the candle snuffer, or ah. you can use your fingers if okay. you're cool. If you're not a wimp. Yeah, if you're my older <laughs> cousin at Thanksgiving. <laughs> um... You then clean up the salt as it's not good for hardwood floors. Yeah. Um, but then place it outside of any doors leading to your home as to bar demons from entering. Um, now, for the next I don't few think days, my neighbors are going to like that. There's a line of salt outside our door. Well, if your neighbors aren't demons, they then should they be fine. Don't have with any it. problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so for the next few days, you have to keep your protection object with you, which I guess why a sword or a shield yeah. wouldn't be as practical, but fun to carry around. Yeah, very fun. But now you have to carry them because leaving it behind may allow the Raven Man to come and make a request of you. That doesn't seem so bad. Dun, dun, dun. What does he want? Apparently, whatever he wants, you definitely don't want to do it. I think that's a bit presumptuous of the Raven Man. He seemed like a helpful dude. Maybe he just yeah, needs see, a place to stay. We have a little pull-out pull futon he can stay on. I or like I can this make Ezra sleep on the futon and he can sleep with me. <laughs> I like this one uh, because you get like a cool business partner at the end. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you don't follow the rules. You just get a cool yeah. dude who you kind of trade favors with. This yeah, is good. I think this could launch you on like a Neil Gaiman American God style adventure with you and the Raven Man doing favors. Yeah, <laughs> to I think uh, for me that wouldn't happen because my question to be to him would be, "Do you like this song parody I made?" And I turn on my Bose speaker that's also in the bathroom, and it starts going, "Raven Man, take me by the hand, leave me through the <laughs> land," and then he just gets pissed off and he leaves. <laughs> Well, he will answer truthfully, so you'll get his honest opinion before he <laughs> he'll say he leaves. He'll say it needs some work. <laughs> and goes revise a few times. Yeah, I like the Raven Man. I like uh, adding him to this trinity of. Yeah, uh, I like the cut of his jib. He's good. <laughs> I like the idea of him and the man in the fields and the Midnight Man having like regular check-in meetings. Yeah, they play poker. <laughs> just, just about what's going on. Yeah, about how many times Devin summoned <laughs> all of them. <laughs> And ask it's if they want to go on a date. It's it's, take a it's, bet. A, it's an ex-boyfriend's club for Devin. <laughs> okay. So the last one I'm gonna talk about, and I know that uh we are one ritual game short today, but this one is of epic proportions. Oh. So we are gonna talk about uh the ritual channel infinity. Everybody a new buckle property in your seatbelts because this is truly the choose your own adventure of ritual games. Okay. So you will need at least one partner or other person to help you. Um, a television, ideally analog, but you can use a digital TV. Who has it? Uh, okay, they, go on. My grandma. Um, can she be my partner? Control. Can you ask her? She'll be my partner. And if we can she'd use her probably, TV. She'd probably do it. Okay, sweet. <laughs> um, a remote control. Uh, not necessarily the one that controls that TV. Just okay, any. good. That, I lost that in 1986. <laughs> That's long gone. Um, an item of personal significance. Okay. If what 
What you got, Devin? Um, I have this. I have this magical pendant that was passed down generations to generations, <laughs> uh, and it has a mystical to, fire was, power inside of it. I was supposed to go on a D and D side quest with it. Yeah, but I'm using but it I, to access channel yeah, infinity. Some some random tavern keeper gave it to me and said his <laughs> wife is stuck in a cave and she needs it to escape. But I but never I said, went that I way. I won't let you railroad me, tavern keeper. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you will need. A favorite book. So if you can't decide on one favorite book, just any of your favorites. Okay. Uh, I have the entire Les Mis brick. Okay. <laughs> the whole book. Um, A key. Just any key. Okay. A cell phone. Got any it. Any cell phone. And a weapon. They recommend a hammer or some kind of other blunt force uh, weapon. Okay. A baseball bat, a toy lightsaber, perhaps. A toy lightsaber is good. Uh, I'm thinking maybe a like a, a Swiffer, but you take the Swiffer head off. That could be yeah. good in combat. That's what I used to use okay. as a play sword when I was little. So, uh, step one find a channel on your TV that shows static uh, for an analog or a no signal screen for a digital TV. And then leave it on in an empty room for three hours, which I argue I've probably done yeah. just on accident. Yeah, we might have started this ritual. Yeah. Um, then go back into the room with your items and your partner outside of the room. And then you have to sit and stare at the screen until you start to feel, quote, different um, or disoriented. Remember when we talked about in the uh, first ritual games episode, the Caputo effect and Troxler's fading? Yeah. That's what I imagine yeah, is going like to come into play here. I like how your grandma for me is going to be like a trip sitter when you do shrooms. <laughs> yeah. Just going to kind of keep an eye on me. Um, then you must call your partner back in, give them the significant object and then send them out again uh, and instruct them not to come back until you have opened the door, no matter what they hear inside. Okay, Nana, have fun with this fire magic fire talisman. <laughs> be careful. It's very dangerous. And if I start screaming, don't open the don't door. Don't open the door. And especially don't use the fire blast that you now know yeah. because of my magical charm. <laughs> so you must then turn away from your TV. Okay. If you hear silence, ritual's done. How do you You're hear okay? silence? I suppose. Checkmate. <laughs> Atheist. Hear nothing. Um, then the ritual is like you have failed the ritual. I don't think anything bad happens to you, but you, go, you can't keep going. Yeah. But Con if Ed, you do turn hear your power off. <laughs> If you do start to hear noise, pick up the remote and face the TV. A yes or no question will appear on the screen. Um, and you must answer this question truthfully by selecting the channel up button for yes or the channel down button for no. Okay. And my regular, my random Roku TV remote will work? Should work. Okay. Yes. Um, and then you will do this for as many questions that appear. It could just be one. Some people have said like 26 questions. Have ah, appeared. kind of an Akinator kind of thing. Yeah. Are you thinking um, of Devin Lawrence Wright from Nora <laughs> Queens episode 10? Um, now, one of three things will happen. First option is that your favorite TV show will start to play. Oh. Watch it. But it will become more and more difficult as the episode progresses to watch. I don't see how as now I just get to watch Chopped. Yeah, that seems like I mean, that's me with most TV. It just kind of gets harder to watch because my attention span isn't very good. Yeah, they say keep watching no matter what happens on screen. Option number two, an image of the person or thing that you hate the most will appear. Michael and this Eisner. 
where you will destroy the TV screen with your weapon. <laughs> Tucker Carlson comes on the TV and I just start smashing. Bam, bam. Um, option three, you will get the bad vibes. Ooh. Now, if this happens, exit your home with the cell phone, the key and the book. You must find now this is where it really goes off the rails. You must find the nearest public building and open the door with the key. A lot of stuff goes down in here. I, okay. I've chosen to omit some parts because of just how much goes off in this particular subplot of this mystery. Okay. Because remember, this is only if you get the bad vibes. Right, this is the side quest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so some of the things that will happen is uh, you will begin by finding a, a room that has only one entrance and exit and quietly reading your book. Um, uh, you may start to hear footsteps. You'll have to count to 250 out loud. Um, uh, out Once you come back outside, you will see a statue of the person you love and you must destroy it. Oh, no. <laughs> but then once that's all over, you will go outside and you will look at the moon. Now, four things will happen. When you look at the okay. moon. If you roll, one, roll a D20, if the roll a D20, if you see a pink half moon, you must call the third most recent contact in your phone. OK, wait, let me find out who that is. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who it is. Uh, Adam, it's you. Oh, no. <laughs> How dare you wrote me into this? OK, if you see a pink full moon, you need to call a random number. But before they pick up, you have to bite your tongue straight through. What? No, that's not even the wildest one. I the wildest one is the next one. Bat. No, it has to be a random ass oh, number of someone you don't know. You just dial, baby. Okay. Um, now, if you see a green half moon, you have to take off all of your clothes and run home. <laughs> you have to get naked and just cheese it for your house. And hope there are no public safety officers who are going to... <laughs> Take you to an appropriate mental health facility to help you deal with this crisis that you're going through. <laughs> and if you see a green full moon, rest in peace. It is over it's for over. you. One of it's done. Mickey Mouse, the the <laughs> whatever they're called, the false, the false Mickey Mouse will come and stab you with the knife. It's done if you see a green full moon. So once you've completed any number or combination of these side quests, uh huh. You have Return reached to the barkeeper and he'll give you a reward. <laughs> you have reached channel infinity and you can do any of the following things. One, press the guide function on your remote control an and choose the, choose the show you believe will answer the most pressing question in your life and watch it carefully. OK, what what show do you think would answer the most <laughs> pressing question of, of your life? Who wants to be a millionaire? says you <laughs> um second option continue watching the static or the no signal screen and pay attention to what happens because that will also answer your question okay but option three it just says something else do literally anything else once you've reached channel infinity okay start your own broadcasting network start streaming on twitch on a channel infinity and see what happens yeah Call your service provider. Like, what? <laughs> and then, to end this ritual, 
All you have to do is turn off the TV and leave the room. Okay. And that's it. That's the end. You have just stripped naked and run amok the town because you saw a green half moon in the sky. You've read halfway through American Gods and broke into a public service building. And now all you have to do is turn off the TV to end this ritual. Yeah, you have to run past Adam's Nana, who's holding your magical fire pendant in her hand, butt ass naked. And you run through her house and you turn off her Panasonic Pro V TV. What? And that's it. That's the end. And I just get an answer. Yeah, you get an answer to the most pressing question in your life. If you're smart enough to decipher it from the episode of Worst Cooks in America that you're watching. Yeah, I'm watching Cutthroat Kitchen and Alton Brown turns towards the TV, towards the camera. I think if I think if 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 the (laughs) if you are watching Cutthroat Kitchen to find out the most pressing uh, answer, the most pressing question in your life. The answer is that you want to be in Alton Brown's BDSM dungeon. Oh, God. Uh, The recurring character, Alton Brown's BDSM dungeon. Uh, (laughs) This ritual is bad. It's very good. It's a thing. It's a very good ritual. It feels like a choose your own adventure novel from the early 2000s. Yeah, which is great. I love that energy, but I don't like the payment. What was the other one that I could get a, a, a question answered? Uh, well, the Raven, the Raven Man. Yeah, you I, could. I, I could just invite over the Raven Man instead of running through. I the suppose Upper it's true. Side. A lot of these, a lot of these, you get the same outcome, and it's just kind of which ritual would you rather perform? Yeah, to would I rather invite them? the Raven Man into my small bathroom, or would I rather run down to the post office on East Eighty Sixth and then run back naked? <laughs> Probably the Raven Man. Yeah. Okay. That's the last ritual game that I wanted to talk about today. Uh, Adam, you make Devin, me which so was your f- angry. Which was your, fa- <laughs> which is your favorite? Uh, I like the Raven Man. I like the Raven Man too. I liked all of these. These are a all lot. very good. Yeah, because I know in previous episodes have been somewhere like this is great and this one is bad, but I've I've tr- thoroughly enjoyed all of yeah, these. Yeah, these are like the thing about these is they're harmless. Like eleven miles is just, it's good. <laughs> it's just goofy. Raven Man's great. Channel Infinity, I think that one you have you stand the most chance of screwing your own life up. I want to watch a TV show or like read a book about somebody carrying out this ritual. Yeah, where did they get the pink and green idea? I know. Like, they were what? like one I, is it's Cosmo and Wanda. It's Elphaba and Glinda. <laughs> <laughs> you go outside and it goes, I hope you're happy <laughs> now that you're seeing this. Moon. Uh it's uh these are good. That's going to do it good, for yeah. us here on the Great American Scream. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to see us make another Ritual Games episode, which we probably will anyway, suggest some Ritual Games to us. We'll listen. Uh, be sure to leave a rate or review on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use. On Spotify, there's a very easy little copy episode link. Also, be sure to follow us on Spotify. That's where you listen. It's the best way to show Spotify that we're like a show worth looking at. Uh, and I think we are. And if you do too, Please click that follow button and be sure to tell a friend about the show because it's the best way to spread the word. Adam, can you po- can you pimp our social medias? Yes, uh, we are on Twitter at Great Scream Pod and on Facebook at The Great American Scream. Uh, if you have virtual games you'd like to suggest that we read or if you have an artist rendering of uh, the Raven Man that Devin can look at, uh, yes. please... <laughs> Please tweet it at us or post using the hashtag TGAS so we can see us and let us know 
what you want to hear us talk about on the show. Yeah, and a special thank goes out to Michael Segudo for doing the intro and Stevie Viola for doing the music. You can find him on Twitter and on YouTube. But other than that, I have been Devin Wright. I have been Adam O'Connell. Hopefully you have been spooked. And hopefully you get to see the Raven Man. And hopefully you don't have to run naked out of the post office. Yeah, that'd be just kind of embarrassing. Quite unsafe. Quite unsafe.